0: Welcome to episode 13 of Sometimes Heroes. My name is James, and I'll be your Game Master. Let's introduce our players.
1: Hi, I am Mark, and I'll be playing Giege, the Shield Bearer.
2: Hi, I'm Amanda, and I'm playing Galena,
3: the Dwarven Bard. My name is Molly, and I'm playing Eden, the Human
4: Sorcerer. My name is Winter, and I'll be playing the Elf Druid Sariel.
5: Uh, hi, I'm, my name is Eric, and I'll be playing the Half-Work Barbarian Sten. Okay, and last time on Sometimes
0: Heroes what did happen last time something involving pies i'm pretty sure
5: indeed indeed levitation
0: want... of pies carrying of pies with their own hands poisoning me... of pies do you want me to a
5: lot of thinking about pies for ultimately relatively little gain
0: <laughs> it worked out pretty well
5: and perfect execution after that yes
0: But yes the party snuck intimidated confused their way on the <laughs>
5: confused yes <laughs>
0: and found themselves hired so to speak by our good captain Gazi to get rid of a mutineer in the hold the warlock obaru they made surprisingly quick work of him as they were very prepared for his shenanigans despite there not being a smothering rug attack rug
5: as (laughs) sten called it yes yes combat rug but
0: you all find yourselves in the hold of this ship there are cages along the sides previously must have been much more compacted with cages as many of them have clearly been torn away and taken somewhere who knows where perhaps the sewers There are several desks that are full of various papers fluttering about in a disconcerting breeze that doesn't seem to be coming from anywhere. The body of Obaru lies on the ground, its chest blown open by a thorn. Yige and Sten both standing above the body with tiny little peck marks all over their skin where the thorn exploded and damaged them all.
5: No biggie. It was worth it. Indeed. Wait, so you said there's little paper floating around just mysteriously? Oh,
0: the desks are covered in paper and but it is fluttering gently papers. in a
5: breeze. Is it combat paper? Is that why it's fluttering?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we can fight combat paper with very little
0: trouble.
5: Don't tempt it.
0: Then roll inside on the paper see if it appears threatening. Very well. Even rolling at advantage. <laughs> 10 rolls an 8 on inside.
5: Oh, yeah, so I should turn that off.
0: No, the paper doesn't appear threatening.
5: We're good. Um, oh, James, go in it. the
0: previous
1: game, you said that the thorns almost hurt Sten, but because he was in like a fiery rage, it just turned to charcoals that hit him.
0: They the were less... Because like, I think Gish took more damage. Yeah, the thorns were less cohesive when they hit Sten.
5: Was, I rolled a save. Isn't that why that happened? Well, both right. of you
0: jumped out of the way and took less damage. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Sten specifically was raging and thus on fire, ah, and yes, thus yes, resistant yes. to normal damage. The lot of you find yourself in this room with a bunch of paper.
5: Indeed. Yes, Stan is somewhat disappointed that he didn't get to do more face-smashing, but the guy has a big hole in his chest, so I figure he's had enough. There
0: are three bodies on the ground, two toasty goblins and Babaru. What are you guys
5: doing? Oh, those goblins died from the the thorn? From the thorns and also being electrocuted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot, yes, yes. Sorry, no offense to Eden. That was also awesome. They got electrocrit. So what's the plan, guys? Well, uh, I mean, we're good. I guess let's search his corpse, see if there's anything good in there. But mostly we just got to report and say, yo, he's dead. We should probably check out the weird silver face that the guy had. That seems significant. Didn't he have like a silvery face and neck?
1: Yeah, he had a bunch of stuff like that. So I I start to fish into my jacket for my notebook because this is probably something important I need to write down. As I do that, I I glance towards Sari. I'm like, this is why I ask people what they can do for battle. I don't know how I'm going to get rid of these thorns, but you're going to help me pull them out.
0: That is an important question. Where did the thorns hit you? I don't know. Because you were diving away from them. So is your tush filled with little tiny thorns?
1: I imagine he would dive to his right, so maybe his leg, they're in his
0: leg. Ah, okay. So who is doing what? Sten is fishing through Obaru's belongings on the body. Indeed,
5: yes. And I can't, I mean, I guess poking at his silvery neck face yeah. is, uh, is dangerous to me, but if I can kind of inspect that, that'd be nice. I'll, I'll move towards okay. the body with Sten, because I'm going to try Gal- take notes of it.
2: Galena was probably thinking, oh, okay, I want to go up and see my friend again. Okay, Captain, what's his name again? Gazi. Gazi. She, she's probably like, let's go see Captain Gazi and get the information on the lichen then she realizes like oh cool this guy's got silver in his face and running through his body that's pretty interesting so she also you were going
0: to investigate that as well
2: yeah and cool she doesn't really notice or care about injuries on people
0: (laughs) nice eden and sariel
3: i'm looking for any rare pokemon on the in on the ship in the room just you know just to make (laughs) sure i don't miss anything with a high cp
0: Uh, it seems like all the Pokemons got hella thunder waved earlier (laughs) by you specifically.
3: I guess, would there be anything else at this point worth investigating in the room? I know we had the strange paper, we've got some dead bodies, what else do we
4: have?
0: Eden, roll perception. And Sariel, are you fishing thorns out of Giege's side or doing something else?
4: Sariel would be very much interested in the papers on the desk. Okay. Would, would she notice the odd rustling? Should I roll a perception on that?
0: Well, now that we know what everybody's doing, Giege, Galena, Den, and Winter roll investigate, and Eden roll a perception.
3: I did. Looks like a critical failure.
0: It was
5: tragic. Ooh. Awesome. Wow.
3: I found some bodies.
5: Eesh, this is an unfortunate investigation. Uh, <laughs> then rolled a 7.
1: Giege rolled a 0. Ariel rolled a 15.
2: Galena rolled
0: an eight. We'll start with what Eden does not see as she got a critical fail. Eden, while looking through the papers, immediately you can recognize it as music, a lot of it. And then some is poetry and it's just incomprehensible, immature love limericks and you immediately get bored dreading it, bored to it's the, the point call. Yeah. where it starts to annoy you. And you look up over everybody else who's intently investigating things, and you see a figure in the corner of your vision. You turn around several times, trying to trace him, and as you do, the wind becomes stronger. As for everybody else, the lot of you don't find much. Your investigations were pretty awful. In fact, Giege steps on the wand and breaks it. <laughs> <laughs> while trying to fish stuff out of this guy's thing when he does six or seven magic missiles fly out and break things in the room but no one's hurt on this man's corpse you find a broken wand of magic missile (laughs) a fine short sword the three desks are filled with documents of mostly sappy poetry and music just lovesick and when you look a little closer kind of controlling and weird Throughout when you were reading it, you find some of the notes that are on the top are about a conspiracy to steal his love away from him by demons. Something is watching him from the darkness, and there are notes where he writes in his terrible cipher that he knows they're watching him, and he's crafting a spell to keep them away.
6: Hmm. This
2: guy was pretty gross, and his music isn't even any good.
0: True. Glenn, is any of this music music you could
1: play that would like affect like that one piece you played?
2: Probably. Let me see. Let's see.
0: Scroll in Arcana real quick. Okay. While you're doing that, Sariel finds a couple of scrolls that are clearly spell constructs. You can clearly identify two of them are scrolls of Alter Self, which you can guess that he used to do that disgusting larynx transmutation, and one scroll that is a glyph of warding. These are things that anybody with proficiency in Arcana could use.
4: That Sariel would gesture Eden over to come take a look at them.
3: Well, I'm sure I can, you know, master everything here within 5 seconds because I'm just that amazing.
5: Someone's feeling confident. Yep.
3: Well, you know, we did knock this guy out in about 5 seconds, That's so true. feeling pretty good right now, even though I sure. didn't really do necessarily a majority of the work, but you know, we make a pretty good team.
0: You he did geez. about half of it.
5: Yeah, you did a significant portion of it and it was very very flashy. Like literally.
3: Uh, well, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you.
5: Gege is lightly annoyed with how sassy
1: Eden's being, but he's like, they did defuse that rune. They did a really good job defusing it.
3: Wow! It seems that both Gege and his real world counterpart just can't handle some sass.
0: <laughs> Eden, as you approach Tario and spout your sassy confidence, you feel the breeze. You feel as if it's approaching you, and perhaps even giving you like a platonic side hug.
3: Well, that doesn't seem so threatening.
0: But for Sariel, roll a strength save.
3: James, I really want to hear in the meantime some examples of this immature, terrible love poetry that...
0: I have to dig up some of my my, uh, diaries from
5: 7th grade or something. Oh my god, yes, you must.
3: (laughs) I I had some of those too, it's okay.
5: I did too, but I I sadly don't think I have any of them around. Ah, bummer. The tragic loss for the entire entire culture. They release dark spirits into the air.
0: Tragically, mine
5: mine were given to someone, and if she knew what she was doing, they are burnt.
3: Oh, geez, I never gave mine to anybody.
0: Yeah, true posts were never given. We'll
5: we'll talk about this hilarity another time. All right. It's good stuff.
6: In the Sariel ninth role? grade, oh, sorry. go for it. I want to hear In the ninth story. grade,
3: I, I had a guy write a song for me. It was actually not that terrible. Even reading it as an adult, I'm thinking, oh, he. It was actually this is actually pretty good. That's the only time ever anyone's actually ever written anything for me, IRL. <laughs> good story, right?
5: It's a good story. My bad.
0: My bad. I'm just jealous. All right, Sariel, go.
4: Sariel rolled a five.
0: So as Eden approaches. You see the clothes bunch around her shoulders, and an unexplained breeze from earlier turns into a whirlwind in the room. All the papers are picked up and thrown every direction. Everybody who is standing uh, gets knocked a couple of feet, but is able to keep their feet. And the papers are torn from your hands and join the maelstrom. It is difficult to hear as the wind is rushing by your ears as you all, well, do you call to each other? Because if you do, it's very difficult to hear yourselves, especially for those with uh, earplugs. It's just
2: a noise, Galena.
0: <laughs> you just stand like unimpressed and annoyed <laughs> in the middle of it. She's, she's just is this? This
6: is ridiculous. Hair
0: billowing <laughs> do, around your head. Do we,
1: even, do we even know what's causing this?
0: Just
6: uh, all of a sudden, a there's
1: a bunch of wind in the room.
0: It appears to be circling around Eden. Well, I'm gonna shout to oh. Eden. If
1: I I'll can. yell
3: out, "Sorry, I think this is my fault."
1: Alsha, are you okay?
3: I think so. This may not be the first time this has happened. Um, I'm just kind of crossing my fingers and hoping that it goes away.
1: It's I'm not I'm the going, first time this has happened. I'm going to shout annoyingly. Annoyingly, I'm going to shout annoyedly at her. This is why people need to tell me the things they
5: can do.
3: I'm not doing this. I'm not. I can't okay. control this.
5: I think for a tornado, you're supposed to like get down next to a wall. You lock your fingers <laughs> behind your head.
0: So real quick, before anybody else talks, the wind responds to you, Eden. Oh, good. When you say, what, "What did you say?" This is not something I'm going to do. I want to do again.
3: This may or may not be the first time this has happened.
0: uh The wind speaks to you. This will happen again. Your power will only grow. We are so proud of you. I don't Me know too. To That's be awesome.
3: Or frightened,
0: it becomes deafening, and everybody in the room can feel the ship
5: lurch underneath you. Oh shit! Right, we're on a ship. That's unfortunate.
3: Eden, you need to make well, it stop.
5: Okay, one thing we might want to consider is going and inform Gazi immediately of what a badass job we did before we accidentally sink a ship with magical wind powers. Because it'll be a lot easier to apologize if we if he's already happy with us.
3: Yeah, I wonder what will happen if I simply cover my ears and run like the wind out of the room.
0: <laughs> okay. Eden sprints towards the door, covering her ears, which are already stuffed with beeswax. And as she moves further away from you, the wind intensifies for the rest of you. Ooh, Wait,
6: sorry. as
5: she leaves, the wind intensifies? Galena follows her. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm out. <laughs> So is everybody booking it? Oh god. Yeah. It's going to just be I, terrible. I, I guess I'm going
1: to grab yeah. all I'm going to grab what we found on um Ubu, was it? Obaru. Obaru. I'm going, I'm going to grab what we found on him and whatever bits of scraps that weren't utterly destroyed that hopefully were near my hands. The and paper is still intact.
0: It's just got blown out of her hand.
5: I, Stan okay. wants to grab the whole corpse. He's going to hoist rather, that whole you're, corpse you're, up you're corpse? and try to carry him out. Yeah, gonna, it seems okay. useful.
1: I'm going to stuff the broken wand and anything of value from the table. Papers just cram them into my coat's pockets.
0: Okay, you guys, toting body and broken wand, exit the room, having lost the three scrolls. Are you trying to get off the ship, or are you trying to go report back to Ghazi?
5: Well, I was thinking as we get off the ship, and as we're running off the ship, I would yell out, We got him! He's dead! <laughs> um, no, but I then... mean, I
3: think it's important to go actually have a conversation with Ghazi, assuming we can hear each other, because I don't know if this wind is actually going to let up.
5: Right, let's play it by ear, like, see the state the ship is in by the time we get above deck.
3: We need to talk to
2: Gazi because we need to find out who the Lycanthrope
6: is. Yeah.
0: Well, Eden Uh, is very clearly the source of this. So it's possible that you might be able to get her away from the ship and do the talking without her
5: yes yes i could just that, go swim was...
3: some laps while everyone else
0: true anyway you arrive on deck right as a couple of the crew look down into the depths terror in their eyes whispering something about obaru releasing a storm as you guys run up towards them when they see that he is dead their eyes look less terrified and more
5: confused as they
0: ask what happened
3: Oh, that's a bit of a long story.
5: No idea. Uh, you killed him? We, we got him. Then this started happening. It doesn't look great. But yes, he's dead. Here's the body. Chuk-unk. Chuk-unk. That was the sound of me plopping his corpse Dropping down. Dropping him on the deck? Yes.
0: Gazi strolls out of his cabin and looks down at the corpse and like moves the arm a little bit with his boot and says, Oh, this." he actually screams at you. Oh, this is very good.
5: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we do good work. You saved your ship.
0: So... <laughs> for now are you planning to dash me against the rocks you see the ship tilt and strain against the lines that are tying it to the dock
5: but oh, is this centered on eden or is it like centered where it started it is centered eden. on eden oh okay i feel like but you should leave af- no offense just i yeah you should it's, you, it's you gotta go
6: i know. i know what i'm not wanting <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: that in-character sadness or is that um, Molly Sass?
3: That's Molly Sass. I'm sorry, I can't help it.
2: Galena's really curious about what's going on and she wants to go with Eden and ask her about what's happening and try to help her, but she thinks she should stay and talk to Captain Ghazi because she knows him the best and get the information they need before they leave.
3: Yeah, now's probably not the best time, but if there is a clear exit, I will try to make a run for it and let these guys do the business.
0: Are you leaving by yourself?
3: I feel like I probably should. Well, I, I mean, we, we can see fairly
5: else... far, right? But like, to yeah. stay within eyesight. Just run, you know, good ways off. Not on a boat.
3: Oh, yes. I guess that is the best plan.
0: As Aiden steps off the ship, you have to actually leap off the ship because the gangplank has been torn away from its position and has flown into the water pretty far away. Cool. But you land on the dock and you can see that little boards on the dock are being torn up and thrown off into the distance with like tornado force winds. Impressive. But as you run down the dock, a couple of the Indicott men loose bolts towards you because you are a person running at them who recently threatened, semi-threatened them with lightning. Oh, come on. But their bolts are torn off course and thrown into the water with no effort whatsoever.
3: Nice. That's handy.
5: Pretty badass. Also extraordinarily rude.
0: True, right? The dwarf does yell at them, but they don't seem to hear. And then he runs over and like, punches them both you are able to run by and after a few minutes the wind will die down and you will have only dealt minor damage to the buildings around you
1: goodness
3: phew well i guess that's the best one can hope for
0: indeed as for the people on the ship the moment she gets about 100 yards away the wind dies down to a negligible amount
5: sorry about that she just got a little excited i'm not sure no foul i'm not sure what she
1: ate but i think it was like noble person food
0: he looks down at the pie, which is mostly eaten now, because I, I hope this was not no, the poison. No, no,
1: no, no, it wasn't the pie. It wasn't the pie.
0: Oh, oh good.
1: <laughs> that would be some impressive poison, I, though. I ate some too, so it would be coming off of me, not her.
0: Ah, well, so you have dealt with my problem, but uh, we still have the issue of the Indicat men over there, who still intend to kill me. I was hoping you might be able to hand this body over to appease their... Bloodlust. I know they have uh, one of the kneebreaker mercs with them, and they are like bulldogs, they will not let go when given a job.
2: That's fine by me. I mean, if you don't want the body, I don't think we want the body, so we could just give it to whoever wants it, I guess.
5: I'm, I'm fine with that. In fact, it is a very curious body, so I don't mind having it to look at. Sam <laughs> kind of came out wrong, but it, it's weird. He's got a weird face.
0: <laughs> you feel free to do that. This whole venture has left a very poor taste in my mouth.
5: All right, but we do need to know who uh, the original lycanthrope is.
0: Ah, yes, of course. Perhaps your masked friend would go to the in the cart and take this body with him, whilst I tell the rest of you a tale.
1: Why do I need to take it?
0: Because I don't like you. Okay. I didn't like you. I mean, someone else could. I was just a suggestion.
1: Uh,
2: all right, sure. Delena's sort of chuckling to herself.
1: I take my small notebook out, and I hand it over to Sten, and sees he has Obaru, and I'm like, here, I'll trade you. Oh, I, I plopped him down on the deck, oh. so yeah, he's all yours. Hoist Ovaru over my shoulder.
0: Giege jumps off the ship yeah. as they're still trying to wrangle up a new gangplank and lands on the deck and starts to walk towards the Indicott men. Ghazi looks to the three of you. Right now it's Glenna, Sariel, and Sten, yes? Correct. Ah, yes. Nowadays are my three favorite people. Thanks, man. So the where creature you're looking for, his name is Yanni. Yanni of the Ashbound clan.
5: But yeah, We know Yanni, right? That name is very familiar.
0: Out of character, I'm almost positive you don't know Yanni.
5: Weird. Guess I know another Yanni. IRL, perhaps.
0: You guys did, when reading his other journal, hear him say, like, Yanni oh, the- is
5: so driven and awesome and pretty. Okay, yes. That's what I was thinking of. Yes.
2: I do actually know a Yanni in real life.
0: Okay. So... The were-creature you're looking for, his name is Yanni. Very driven and single-minded woman. Poor conversationalist, not bad to look at. Masterful shapeshifter. I once saw her turn into a hybrid of three different animals. Very impressive. A chimera, you might say. Uh, I could see when she first came on this ship with her compatriots. She did not favor Obaru, but tolerated him because he advanced her goals. He puts his hand on Sten's shoulder and laughs to himself. <laughs> Obaru once confided to me that he sought to tame her. His face looks super pained and disgusted when he says this.
5: Yeah, in about the five to ten seconds that we knew him, I got that impression too.
0: Yes, it, he was not a, a couth man. Anyway, she left in the night last night,
5: very early. Uh, uh, Obaru was You know was where
0: furious. to? I know, in fact, where she intends to go, but yes, Obaru was very mad, and he, that's when he's threatening to start blowing up the ship talking about demons. Someone had stolen her from him, but I know better. She is simply trying to complete her mission without being trapped or tamed. She's headed to whatever hideout the uh, Indicat
5: twins are hiding in,
0: which I happen to know where it is. I'll bet your Indicat friends over there know as well.
5: I imagine they do. And what's the mission to destroy the entire city? No,
0: specifically, she is holding up her end of the bargain to the Sun, which I personally don't care about anymore, and the cause is lost, but she is very goal-oriented,
5: you might say. I suppose that's admirable? Yes, and he gives you an address.
0: It's down the docks a a fair way, just a warehouse.
5: Excellent, excellent. Well, pleasure murdering for you, sir.
0: Indeed. If you should ever need passage anywhere in a port that I am in, You'll get on my ship for free.
5: Promise no no tornadoes next time, I promise. And if oh, yes. if there are, sure, we will leave so sure. right away, straight away.
0: I am not so sure about this uh, Eden lady. She seems to be... Maybe if she masters that power and can conjure the wind in a specific direction, yes, I would be all about it.
5: R- yeah, right? Could be useful. Yes,
0: anyway, if you can convince those gentlemen on the dock to leave, he points over to where Giege advances towards the Endicott men.
5: Yeah, I believe we can make that happen.
0: All right, we're cutting to Geesh. What are you doing?
5: Uh, so
1: I'm carrying the body towards them. Well, they is, look is he over nearby.
0: No, she's a hundred yards down the dock or into the city, whichever okay. one she decides.
1: So I'm, I'm heading over to them with the with the body on on my shoulder.
0: They train crossbows on you, but the dwarf holds up his hand in a fist and sort of peeks out, realizes that the ballista isn't trained on him anymore, and steps out. What's this?
1: Well, you wanted them out of town, right?
0: Well, we wanted them dead. That's what Tiara told me to do. What I've been paid to do. Hmm. Kill the people who did this. And what do you mean by this? He turns halfway around and gestures at the city. This.
1: Right, right. Um, I mean, you can try and kill them. I don't know how much success you'll have. You weren't having too much success when I got here.
0: Eh, we got two. Yeah, two. Just a few more hours. And they won't be able to put their sails up without us shooting them.
1: Right, but those ballistas, I mean, you were only able to step out just now because I'm here. I mean, well, you, you, I thank you, you for that. You're pretty strong, but I, I doubt you could take one of those, you know, and just walk it off.
0: No, but I have an order for a grenade. It should be here shortly.
1: Well, they don't want to be here anymore, and the reason they were here is to drop the body in front of them.
0: This he guy. looks down at it. Ugh, ugly. Who'd so, do that? Jewelry in the throat. That's gross. I'm pretty
1: sure he did this to himself. I think he was really important to the whole lycanthropy problem that's been going on. Tearing up the city.
0: All right, all right. So. so what about Gazi?
1: What about him? I, I don't, you know, I don't think he's the magic type. And he seems to have no interest in any of this. In fact, I think he wants to go. He couldn't leave because this fella, and I uh, tapped the side of Oboro's corpse with my with my shoe, uh, wouldn't let him leave. So, hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think it would probably just be better if you just take this back to your boss and show them you know this is who caused the problem
6: he
0: looks as if he's contemplating it and thumbs his nose a few times and says look i don't like leaving a job after and it's not like i don't like gazi he's a nice fella but how about this you go tell gazi if he brings me 50 gold for me and the boys we'll let him go we'll take this dead guy and tell him the job was done he spits in his hand and holds it out
1: i just look at him blankly as if not knowing what that means do
0: you not actually understand in character Oh, no, he knows,
1: but he finds it gross okay. and he doesn't want to shake.
0: He looks for a minute like, you're supposed to shake it. You just spit in your hand. This is a this is a human thing. It's not like I like doing this. It's just what humans do, right?
1: He just kind of like reaches out with his hand, like slowly like shakes it, making it sort he of like a... grabs shakes. your forearm
0: and does like the man shake real um. quick and he's like, all right, just go. You want me to leave this here? Yeah. He grabs the cloak and drags the body with him behind cover. Okay, so I'll, I'll head back toward the ship. All right, so the rest of you see this go down. He's coming back. Why
5: is he coming back? You guys meet up on the deck. Uh, what's up? Are they gonna leave?
1: So I turn to Ozium and I say, "They really want you dead." He does not want to go till his job is done.
0: I admire that then.
1: He might be willing to part though if you're willing to fork up fifty gold, uh, and mm. then you know that way his boys are compensated and they have that body to show. I could have talked him down, but I kind of only really do that for people who like me. So.
5: Ooh.
0: <laughs> he smiles at you. And says, extortion at its finest, and hands you a bag.
1: How much money do I have without his bag? I don't know. You have your character sheet. Okay, let me check. Okay. So I take the the uh the bag, and I say, I tell you what, I take 10 of the gold out, and I throw them back to him. I uh oh, some of us also have a sense of duty. Wait. Uh,
0: no, and then, no, no. You don't stiff the knee breakers. Oh, they no, no. I'm not. Name and is then not I, joke. I,
1: I reach into my own pocket, and I take out 10 gold, and I drop them in the bag. And then he I looks
0: just, honestly super confused. Like, he knows fine. what you're doing, but he just doesn't grasp the concept of what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And then I uh, walk off the ship and back to the Kneebreakers.
0: Galena, what, what is he doing?
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm just gonna go with it.
2: Beats me. Is, is he mad? Um,
5: yes. So like a little. He's oh. likable enough, though. Very
0: well, I actually like him quite a bit more. I did not know that he was not right in the head. Very well. He's, He's right. Your best
5: friend. Possibly.
2: You have a type.
5: So it seems. Well, pleasure doing business with you, sir. Indeed. We'll be on our way. shakes
0: your hand, Sten, and then goes in and plants a kiss on Galena's cheek and goes over to start doing that motion to Sariel, but when she gives him a blank look, he stops and then leans back and puts out his hand to shake.
4: Uh, Sariel would shake his hand and, after a moment, seem to remember something and ask if they can go back to below deck really quickly to see if they can find the papers now that the wind is no longer there.
0: Oh, of course. The wind was inside? Mm, Yes, as you wish. I'm going to burn it all anyway. Not anything I want.
4: Uh, Sario looks over kind of curiously at Stan and Galeno, wondering if they have any interest in anything downstairs.
5: Absolutely, I will accompany you.
4: Awesome.
0: Speaking of which, Eden, the wind has died down. You can return to the ship now if you want.
3: Lovely. All right, then I will do so.
0: You've caused a horrible ruckus in town. People are confused and scared. <laughs> well done, I approve. No one seems oh, to know sorry. it was you, though.
3: Oh, well, in that case, I will lay low.
0: <laughs> so you come back to the deck as Guiche is speaking with the dwarf. Is that the money? Mm, yeah. There you go. When you plop it in his hands, he tosses it up a couple times as if he's thinking and then buys it on his belt. Pleasure doing business with you. Mm, sure. And he turns on heel and does a circle with his hand, finger in the air, and all the all the boys follow him. Eden is approaching.
1: Hey, so, uh, did, you, uh, did your thing work itself out?
3: Uh, yeah. Everything seems to be okay now. Yeah,
1: maybe you should tell us what that meant. But I think they're searching the room now that things have calmed down. So uh, let's, let's head back to the ship. All
0: right. Okay, you guys are able to search the room. It takes a couple minutes, but you're able to find what you need. So we find those scrolls. Eden these are scrolls you could use roll and arcana real quick to just look over them
3: it's a 21.
0: Okay, you can recognize that these scrolls of Alter Self were to do his surgery specifically on his own throat. Oh! The scrolls that were in there were Glyph of Warding, which is basically the map for what he used to make those explosive runes. So it would allow you to cast that once. But it's pretty malleable. You can cast it in a bunch of different ways to, like, protect you from something or do different kinds of damage, whatnot. The other one... They are magical landmines, which you can change how they activate too. You can make it like the next time someone says shenanigans, this thing blows up. You can see that around the Glyph of Warding, there are several runes that are specifically to cast a spell into the Glyph of Warding called Dispel Evil, which would make it act very much like a uh, Eastern style spell scroll that you would slap on somebody and it would unpossess them or you could put it over a door and it would uh prevent that sort of thing from passing or slap it on a specific specifically a demon and it would be banished back to the elemental chaos
3: that's convenient
0: The other one, Alter Self, allows you to transform your appearance. You can decide what you look like, your height, your weight, your facial features, the sound of your voice, your hair length, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics. Make yourself appear as another race. Your statistics don't change, though. But you have to be a biped. You can't be like a spider. (laughs) Spider. Unless you're Sario. Then you can be a spider if you want. You can also use it to trick yourself out to breathe underwater and, like, swim super fast, you know, grow fins. Hmm. And you can also use it to grow, like, claws and crazy teeth so you can bite and punch people really hard.
1: Pretty wild, both in the literal and metaphorical sense.
0: Also, it technically makes your fists magic weapons, which is pretty cool. So when you
4: mentioned that you could use this basically to turn your fists into weapons, I just got this amazing mental image of just, like, an elf with Hulk hands.
6: <laughs> Smash!
1: <laughs> the, the squishy green Hulk hands? Yeah.
6: Yeah, you yeah. And can I've you turn them into
1: cannons? Them.
0: No, they have to be melee weapons, unfortunately. You can't have gun arm. But you guys know that there is a pretty hardcore alpha lycanthrope headed towards a hideout. And that it headed out during the night. So it's been a while. It's got a head start on you.
6: Oof.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to have to do double time to try and get to where it apparently is. Did he tell you where, Sten, Serial, Helena? Did he tell you where it where it
5: went?
2: Yeah, he told us uh, her location, where she wants to go.
1: Okay, uh, I take the notebook back and then I just, I understand. understanding
5: yeah, specifically, he said that she's going to the Indicott base. We don't know exactly where that is, but we can ask. He gave you the address.
2: Yeah, yeah, he gave us the address. Oh,
5: right, right. My best. Indeed. And
2: her name is Yanni Silverleaf, uh forest tree. I, I forget. She sounds like an elf. I
1: don't know. Ash found?
5: You can turn One into, into like three at animals at once. I look at Sarah, I'll see if she
1: might have picked up the name since our party dwarf seems to be struggling with it. Did you just know.
5: say our party dwarf? Yeah, she's the dwarf of our party. I like I like the idea of having a party dwarf. Who's your party dwarf?
6: Woohoo, party dwarf at the house!
5: Anyway, um, cereal.
4: I feel bad because I actually spaced out for just a minute. <laughs> you guys were talking about Yanni of the Ashbound?
1: I'll, I'll quickly thumb through the notebook trying to make sure Sten actually did write down the notes. And I tried, man. I tried. See, secretly seeing if Sten actually knows how to write. I know what to write.
0: then has fine handwriting. Okay, okay. It's weird. It's not what you expected.
1: <laughs> and then I then I just stash it. I'm like, well, all right. Lead the way then,
0: guys. So the five of you exit the ship. As you leave, Giege, Gazi smiles broadly at you. As the remaining crew members start to lower the sails, start to get ready the ship to leave.
2: Galeno raises her eyebrows at Giege. Wait, it was Giege that he smiled broadly at, right? Yep. She's like, G- I think he kind of likes you now.
0: And then Giege
1: will smother... That might be helpful in the future. But because, okay. he wears, but because he wears a blindfold, he doesn't direct his head at Gazi. He just makes a note of it and then mutters that to, to Galena.
0: Okay, so where are you guys heading?
1: Well, I think we should go straight to the, straight to the address. <laughs> Indeed. Well, Indeed. hold on. Excellent reference. Hold yes. on, we could do that. He sh- we'll flip back through his notebook to look at the leads he's written down. And then he'll say, do we want to check on Avery before we head over there? Who's Avery?
0: Just so you know, you've got about six hours probably
5: okay. until sunset i think and then we should book it
1: okay all right just make it sure uh who's
3: avery she is a an old friend of mine she is a member of the temple of paylor she is pretty kick-ass could someone remind me why we would need to check on her
1: confused about that i don't i don't know why they were holding her because she's been bitten and people will get bitten usually end up dead
3: i'm sorry who was holding Was I just not paying attention, or...
1: She's being
0: held at the church. No, it was more of a thing where Eden... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...non-threatening. He was like, oh, she's she's being held at the church, good. And then Sten was like, that sounds ominous to me.
5: Yeah, 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 I remember this. But yes, we can deal with this later. We have six hours to not die, or not become horribly corrupted.
0: Okay, cool. So the lot of you head down the docks. You actually, after a little bit, catch up with the ominous-looking dwarf of... The knee-breaker mercs. He is tossing up a significantly lighter purse and whistling to himself past his cigar.
5: It's a party dwarf or just a standard dwarf? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he He's slowly transitioning into a party dwarf. All right, all right. He's Pre- inches from fist-pumping.
1: Previously identifying as a fighty
0: dwarf. Yep. Do you guys want to just run by him, run around him, talk to him?
1: I reckon I'm just going to walk by him like nothing's happening. I think I think that's, that's probably the best the best move.
6: Yeah,
2: I feel like Galana would do that. <laughs> Just eh, we've got places to go and stuff to do.
0: Okay, you guys walk by. He shoots you the side eye as he walks by and smiles to himself, and then continues whistling. You guys arrive near the warehouse you were told about. It is right along the edge of the dock. There are no ships anchored here, and in front of the main door there is what looks like one of the standing army of Obelix men, sort of shabby in his gear, leaning against the wall with his spear next to him.
1: When uh, when I see the building, like, is that is that the building? Is that where we want to go?
0: Dan would recognize this. I would. Well, you would not recognize that this as, like, B2 oh oh of I get this it. crazy yeah, yeah. organization, but yeah, you'd but be like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, Warehouse 87.
5: Definitely, this is it. This is Warehouse 87, guys. Okay. It, as unassuming as it may look, I stop just short of the building and I sit down
1: on a crate. I turn to Serial and I say, can you heal people?
4: Uh, I can, yes.
1: Well, we're probably going to have to fight someone in there. And I still have thorns. So please help me heal up before I go in there. I don't want to die. You oh,
0: can could. have spent a healing surge. You spent enough time sort of dueling around on the ship.
1: Okay. I think I will do that as well. And it'll come out terribly, I'm sure. Actually, I'm pretty good. I'm not going to Hey, I rolled a nine. You're pretty nice. high up. All right, cool is that a uh
0: sass them really hard
2: sass them oh um yeah she's kind of rolling her eyes at their ability to heal themselves wait it's um did Sten heal himself too
5: no no i'm good I can't. why would she sass us i'm a little confused what what did you mean by that oh, it's, it's a healing her bonus
0: ability is to make your healing better by
5: giving you ah uh, uh, ah i see i see
0: i don't
2: remember what to press to add to to the
0: you don't um, press anything you just tell them and they add another 1d6 Oh, okay. You have to sell it role playing wise. So he has a bunch of thorns and you can be like uh So he so Sarah's about like that So
1: Sarah's no, yeah, about that... to step in and then Glenna just like jumps into the frame and just elbows her out. It's like you're doing it wrong Mm. all right what well, i had to play this one? one oh sure
2: it's more like mostly she's just like oh, they- all they do is complain about how hurt they are it's just so annoying it's not that bad but once you start pulling the barbs out well she kind of mutters these people don't know how to do this and then when you're about to take out one of the barbs she's like don't pull that out hold on and she comes over and she puts pressure on it and then she pulls it out slowly and quickly wraps where it was and then walks away because okay. it hit an artery or something i don't know
0: <laughs> okay damn it just would have probably would have torn more when you pulled it out anyway yeah. geish, add another 1d6 hp okay Anyway, as those two are doing that, what are the rest of you doing?
5: Is that a, a non-dead person I see in front of this building? In yes, front of this building, you see the lazy-looking soldier. And he looks like he's guarding the place? Yeah, his helmet you... is
0: cocked, and his clothing is looks a little shabby.
5: Uh, you guys okay with a non-stealthy approach where we just go up and are like, hey, we think something's coming to kill you, or is possibly already here? Because we could just go ask that guy what's up. Well, how do we know what's inside
1: the warehouse? We don't yet. Well, I mean, we know. He might be fully aware, and then he might tell his friends, and then they come out, and then it's true, but I mean, we do have some, you know, useful information, namely what's trying to kill them and what it's well, like. I flip through my notes again, and, and I say, well, Ghazi said that she came here for protection with them,
5: right? Maybe, like, she has a cover story." for in. Wait, wait, that's... And I misunderstand. I thought that she was coming here to kill these people, and that was her mission.
1: Didn't he say that her cover story was that she was coming to, to them for protection?
0: There was nothing mentioned about that, no. Okay, I'd imagine that. Just go ahead and cut that out. Ghazi <laughs> was like, yo, she's still going to go kill those people, even though it doesn't matter anymore. All right, so the five of you have passed the surly dwarf and continued running on down the dock, and you find yourself standing a fair distance from this warehouse, but there's nothing obviously mobster's paradise about this place. It's just one more simple, unassuming warehouse in front of you. You can see a single guard from the standing army standing in front of it, armored up with his helmet and spear. He leans casually against the wall and picks at his teeth a little bit. What do y'all do?
3: Well, I just want to say that I think maybe a good idea would be to not approach him and punch him in the face.
1: Gonna break that fourth wall, huh?
3: (laughs) Does it look like he's guarding the place or does it look like he just happens to be hanging out there coincidentally?
0: Like he's taking his lunch. Uh, No, it seems like he is posted at the door. There are other entrances to this warehouse, but he is posted at the main, where like a cart could go in. That's that kind of door.
3: Well, we could go make casual conversation with him. See if he tells us anything interesting about what is inside, or at least what he thinks is inside.
1: Do you want to try that? I mean, you're, you have a better way
0: of talking with people than we do. Well, you guys have been told that this is the uh, hideout for the Indica family. So hey we're left
3: to assume that he's working for the Endicott family?
0: Well, it, it's just you were saying Seems we could ask possible. him what's inside. You were just saying. <laughs> that...
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he would be very open to tell us all, <laughs> all of the secrets. He
0: could. Hey, he could be working for them. does he your uh, boss happen to be the uh, leader of the mafia in this town? <laughs> like, is that what's going on in there?
3: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he doesn't like them very much. Weirder right. things have happened, okay?
0: True. I think you
1: just volunteered to approach and talk to him.
3: We could bribe him with money.
1: True. Solid plan. I,
4: I think we should probably check out the building further.
1: Okay, then. You know what? How about that? Eden and Serial are going to check out the building, and Eden's going to talk to him. And I'm sure the others can help
0: her beat up people if things go bad. Sten, do you want to go bodyguard Ms. Eden?
5: Oh, she's a, she's approaching the dude? Well, I don't know. Is that is that the plan?
0: Is
4: sure. Well, why would? Yeah, oh,
5: why you not? mean like posing as the bodyguard? I didn't. I don't think we were still just, in that just particular just help disguise. Her out. Help but her But Situation yes. goes south.
3: Yes. How sexist to assume that I need a bodyguard? How dare you? You
1: Indeed. almost I destroyed know. that boat. Sorry. You almost destroyed that boat.
3: That was an accident, though.
1: He's, yeah. I mean, you you could do that as yeah. an accident. More more if ours it was
5: than from you, purpose. really. Uh, like, but I don't yes. know
3: if you've been paying attention to me when we're in the midst of battle, but I tend to cause more damage when I don't mean to than when I'm actually trying to.
1: Anyway, <laughs> anyway. okay,
3: let, let's move this plot forward, shall we?
1: Okay, um, All I right. guess I'm gonna go look at the side of the building, and I guess is Sariel gonna come with me?
4: Yeah, Sariel knows that we're kind of, like, coming into a situation where shit's probably gonna hit the fan. Can I roll insight or perception to see if I can detect anything that might be off?
6: Sure.
0: What are you inciting and or perceptioning specifically?
4: Uh, the building, building itself, I guess.
0: Okay, so you guys are going to take a walk about the back of the building and see if anything looks fishy? Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, cool. see what there is to be seen.
0: See if there's been a
1: fuss there, if there's blood, maybe someone dropped their lunch. Yeah. Let's All right, yeah, Galena, lunch. what are you doing?
2: So Galena wants to casually play her lute, like, across the way from the guard, like, making eyes at him just to see what's up. what like, if she could get him distracted or whatever. She might <laughs> apply, just because, she, you know, whether he's the guard he's supposed to be or not, she wants to apply...
0: Just out of curiosity, Galena can see that Eden and Sten are making to talk to this guy.
3: Yeah, I was about to ask, are you going to try to do this while we're talking to him, or after, or before, or... Probably while, she's
2: just going to, like...
0: Yeah, you're just pretending like you're just taking a nice stroll and practicing your loot. Yeah. Like, all is well and normal.
2: Sure, yeah. Everything's well and normal, I mean, isn't it? All the time. Yeah, always. So she's going to (laughs) apply... Uh, Let's see. I calm emotions. No, no.
3: Do I want to do that? I don't know. Do you? Uh, I kind of do.
0: Play funky town. Or suggestion.
3: Baby got back.
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) those are both very specific spells, and we'll see how this plays out. But for now, I want... Oops, I
2: clicked that on accident.
0: (laughs) That is okay. Now we can all read this spell. Um. Okay. Yeah, calm emotions is suppressing strong emotions, and this guy is uh, bored right now. So, unless he's He's... like really, really bored, and then he'll be slightly more interested in the situation.
2: Okay, so she's just going to play her loot alluringly, um, (laughs) just because she wants to.
0: Is this
4: the silver loot? Because
0: that actually,
2: I don't like. I don't think I specific- we ended up like saying my
4: loot was a silver loot.
2: Unless loot- oh okay. right,
0: right. The loot is not silver because okay, that would okay. have messed y'all up um, real hard.
4: Right, right. No, no now I remember how that played out. My bad. Okay.
2: So I want to I want to read this guy's emotions. I want to do something with this guy's emotions. I want to see what he's what he's thinking. Right. So I
0: okay. Hold sorry. up. Let me get the rest of the group moving. Okay. So I'm going to want perceptions from Guiche and Sariel. I'm going to want a performance from Galena to be casual and definitely not with these two people who are just walking up to talk to this guy. And for Eden and Sten, tell me what you're saying to this guy because he just like side eyes you as you walk up to him.
3: Just before I say anything, does he look particularly tough, or does he look just kind of eh?
0: You've seen a wide variety of guys in the tabard of the Standing Army, but this guy looks on the harder end. Got like okay, a broken nose wondering. and a scar on his face.
4: Oh, jeez. Okay.
0: I hey will... there, buddy. <laughs> Hey man, Wait, sorry, how's sorry, it
3: going? Mark, I interrupted you.
1: Oh, I was going to okay. say what I rolled. I mean, who do you want to go
0: first? Nope, we're not doing that yet. Just hold on to your rolls, but sorry, I'll make yours, so we can have it later. Sorry. Continue, Eden.
3: Okay. <laughs> Afternoon, sir. What's, uh, how's life treating you?
0: Ah, uh, sunny day. Doing my job.
3: Oh, doing your job? What, it doesn't really seem like there's a whole lot around here worth protecting. What are you assigned to?
0: So, you know how they have these buildings where they put stuff, right? Like valuable stuff?
3: Like, you would wink, be surprised.
0: No, just valuable stuff. Look, it's a warehouse. That's where they put stuff. I'm guarding it. Look. The man oh, has an interesting oh, okay. point. You know, I understand that sometimes people of your stature don't understand where things come from or where how they get there. I don't have time to explain it to you. Well, I do have
5: time. Do you want me to explain it to you? Hey, we could use that calm emotions right about now. Yeah, you know what? I'm not actually saying that out loud.
3: (laughs) You know what? Me, yes, me and my tiny lady brain, I really just don't know what's going on most of the time. You are absolutely right. So feel free to explain anything to me that you want because I'm sure I need it.
0: I will mansplain all the things to you, Missy. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Microphone activated.
0: Um, He continues to mansplain at you uh, very sarcastically. (laughs) Are you trying to uh, do anything else whilst he mansplains at you?
3: Um, is there... So I know that Giege and Sariel are taking a look at anything interesting they can see on the other sides of the building, but...
0: okay, so uh, you're just stalling.
3: Yeah, essentially. But I also, I mean, maybe it couldn't hurt to roll perception, take a look at the main entrance, see if there's, I don't know, anything that is worth noticing that might be helpful.
0: All right, Eden, give me a diplomacy to distract this guy, and Sten and Galena give me perceptions and or insight, whether you're looking at his demeanor or himself.
5: Um, like Sten, so looking at himself would be perception, right? Yes, like okay, looking Sten- at Sten- perception. clothes and his whatnot. Sten rolled a 15. Okay. okay,
3: time time for me to be dumb again. I don't see diplomacy anywhere on this.
5: Oh,
0: it might be sheet. persuasion. Sorry. Yeah, okay, <laughs>
3: there we go. All right, here we go. My bad. And it's a nine, which is sad because that's supposed to be one of my stronger traits.
0: Indeed. So this is all sort of going down at the same time. So, both Guige and Sariel walk around the back of the warehouse. You see several smaller side doors on the north side of the building, and another large door through which a cart could go on the back, but this is just sort of your run-of-the-mill, two-story warehouse. You can see slatted windows um, on the second story, presumably for airflow, but neither of you really notice anything out of the ordinary. Except Sariel notices just people scuffing around inside. There's clearly someone in there. As for team front door, we have. Sorry, one second. Um, having a bad brain moment. It's okay. We can cut it out. Hey, I'm gonna cut it out. Don't you tell me cut things out. I said we. Yeah, don't you tell out. me
3: what to do. You're not my
0: dad.
6: You're not my mom. Get out of here.
0: Uh, so. As for Team Front Door, we have Galena trying to side-eye this gentleman and read his body posture, which unfortunately just reads as kind of like he is predatory towards Eden. Like he's just seen a mark and he's looking over at Sten every once in a while, and you see him just scoot his spear a little bit as if it might be in a better position to hit him. Sten got a 15 on a perception. He will notice that this gentleman is not wearing his uniform properly hmm it's like off and when he turns a little bit to gesture at a boat as he explains to eden that that's where you put stuff in boats and they go on the water and he makes a little cupped boat motion you can see that the back of his uniform has been hastily brushed off but is covered in dirt
5: now as far as we know this yanni is working alone right like she's run off she's run off and is doing her own thing as far as we are aware right mm, according to gazi Okay, so, I'm trying to figure out what might be happening here.
2: As Galena's watching the man seemingly become a little hostile towards Eden.
0: She... Sorry, one second, because we haven't done Eden's role yet. Eden fails to be convincingly vapid, and little bits of her being frustrated with this guy and his presumptions of her intelligence and also his general demeanor bleed through, and he notices. He starts mid mansplanation. He gets a little uncomfortable and he steps back towards the wall and towards the door and says to you, what, who are you? And now, Galena, you can say your, say your piece, what you were intending to do.
2: So as Galena's watching him become increasingly more aggressive slash alarmed by Eden, she starts to weave something into her music, sort of a vibration. The tone of her voice changes a little bit, and the attempt is to sort of dull the man's emotions a bit and calm him down just a little bit. She casts calm emotions on him.
0: Okay, great.
2: And, yeah, so how do I cast again? I forget.
0: You, You did exactly what you should say. Oh okay. Is cool. I want to cast calm emotions on this guy. Okay. So basically you get to choose a small area on which people experiencing strong emotions and you get to try to make them chill the f out.
2: Yeah, she sort of focuses her voice in this weird way that she's always been able to do on him. She could tell that his fear and aggression is flaring up and she tries to sort of quell that.
0: So as he backs up, looks suspicious, starts putting his spear in a more useful position, Galena starts singing a little ditty that just sounds a little bit off for some reason, and he makes a save against it. What is your save, Galena, if you look on your spells page?
2: So my save, oh, spell save is 13.
0: His charisma save is a 16, he beats it. He just notices you singing louder, suspiciously all of a sudden, and looks over, narrows his eyes, and says to all three of you, gesturing to Galena to include you in his statement, You should all get out of here. I I don't know what you're doing, but I'm not going to fall for it.
3: I'm starting to think that maybe he's right. If that didn't work, I, yeah, I I don't know if we're going to be able to convince this guy that we're not up to no good. Uh, I I say we
5: just, I say we move on from the front door.
3: I'm just going to say, I'm, oh, no, I'm, we're very sorry to have bothered you. Please, um, please don't worry about us. We'll leave you alone.
0: All right. Don't Don't let me catch you here again.
2: Galena sort of drops her hand suddenly away from her loot and gives him this death stare and then saunters off. <laughs> she's annoyed. It didn't work. She didn't, she's
5: annoyed. <laughs> sort of an insult to you as a performer, really.
2: Really, yeah. I mean, the least he could have done was give me,
5: like, some money or something. Guy was a Philistine, then, don't worry I about know, it. I know, right? All right,
0: Guige and Sariel, what have you been up to in the back?
5: Okay, so we said there's,
1: like, slatted windows that are, like, higher up. Yep.
4: Second story, yeah.
1: Hmm, is there any crates or anything? We can hop up there? Sure. Well, I guess I'm gonna try and take a peek in that window.
0: Alright, so you want to climb up on some crates and peek in a window?
1: Unless do you have do you have any better ideas, Ariel? I mean, what do you think? Should we take a look? Should we try and check anything else? Uh, I kind of just want to take a peek in the window and see what's up.
4: Ariel is definitely down for the taking a peek in the window plan, but as Giege starts to move towards crates or move crates to do that, yeah, she does the finger over the lip gesture that means quiet and just sort of whispers there are people moving around inside.
0: Okay,
1: so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take off my hat just so my head's not a big object that appears
0: in a window. Okay, so just... roll a stealth real quick, Guiche. Okay, then before I eat it... <laughs> ruled 16 nope. stealth. Yeah, you did all right. Yay. Eesh manages to scoot around some barrels and a crate or two and climbs up on top to the point where he can see down through the vertical slats. Inside the room, he can see what looks like a normal warehouse, except there are five goblins sort of rooting around through stuff, putting things into their packs. There are also two human thugs watching the smaller doors, sort of leaning against them, and you imagine they should be keeping watch through the slats but not doing it. But the most disconcerting thing is there are three dead bodies, humans, who have been clearly killed by the weapons of these goblins and thugs the defining characteristic of all these men in the room except for the dead ones are that they wear amber sashes on their arms
4: oh shoot
0: I'll ease back down carefully slip off the crates okay the three of you in team front door are walking down the street away from this guard who looks after you suspiciously look down the alleyway and see Giege standing precariously atop a pile of crates peeking in through one of the slatted windows. You guys are back together if you want to be. Uh, yes, I would definitely like
5: to be.
3: Yes, that would probably be ideal.
5: So you guys turn down the alley, trying I'm your gonna, best not uh, to look suspicious. <laughs> Once <laughs> we it, approach, I'm right? going to whisper, hey, I, I don't think that guy out front is really a guard. His uh, uniform's not on correctly.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, right. I remembered that, uh, of course... Eden didn't notice that, correct? That was only Sten?
5: Yeah. Yes, that was only Sten.
3: Okay, so yes, I'm very glad that you told me. That is highly <laughs>
4: suspicious.
0: Well, it was not just that his uniform was on incorrectly, it that it was on incorrectly and one side of it, like down the side, was dirty. And one side of it was dirty. <laughs> there
5: you go. <laughs>
6: Oh, the
5: horror. <laughs> this is all of course largely not that important considering well i'm not privy to in this information the right. interior of the place filled with dead Let bodies well, yes yeah, so that- geese
3: and sariel what what did you guys see if anything
5: if you think that's suspicious
1: i took a peek in the window there's three dead humans about five goblins and two guards kind of leaning against the doors so suspicious s- indeed <laughs> someone's been here i don't oh, oh and i'm pretty sure they're they're amber Sun.
5: the dead goblins
1: or the yeah just everyone that's it's inside that's not dead is Amberson.
5: yeah they appear interesting
3: did the humans look recognizable at all i mean did they look like they were in any way aligned with amber Sun, or could you not tell
0: could i tell you? Two of them looked like dock workers. One of them looked like a wealthier merchant. I, I
1: placed a hand on, well, I tried to put it on Sten's shoulder, but Sten's toe totally tall, so I just kind of put it on his bicep. I'm like, two of them were dock workers. I don't know if you knew them. <laughs> but um, one terrible. might have been a merchant. He looked, he looked a little better dressed. But I did not see any elves in there. So for all I know, she hasn't arrived yet. Or maybe she's like a gnat sitting on a barrel somewhere.
5: Shapeshifting into a gnat. That would be
1: pretty cool. I don't know. I'm just making humor.
2: Galena's sort of thinking right now. This Yanni Silver Tree lady, just she just seems so cool. I wish I could be her friend. If
0: only.
5: Wait. No. Yeah. So as the. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't get it. weird taste. She's obsessed.
2: just like powerful, shape shifting woman.
3: Hey, who- we've met other powerful women on this journey so far, and that's the one that you that you think
5: yeah.
6: is
2: the coolest she's just like wow this lady she's
5: she's Pretty got boss. yeah we don't even know she did this or is it i don't know what the hell's going on frankly just something's all very confusing
6: that- <laughs> yeah i feel <laughs> <still> like <laughs> right. we've been lied to
5: that's for sure So as the
0: five of you furtively whisper in the alleyway next to the hastily piled up crates, what do you do?
3: Well, I guess we have a couple of choices at this point. We can guns blazing, or we can, one way or another, try to be sneaky about the whole thing. I don't know if it would be possible to go in there and be stealthy and not have everyone notice us all at once, but I think if we can do that, that would probably be preferable. Well, uh, there is a third option. we don't option. know who these people are. Okay, so what is the third option? Well,
5: the third option is we wait and see if a werewolf comes and kills all these people. But they're, they're Amber's son, and, and she's with Amber's son. But we don't even know if the werewolf is in there. If we can't fight all those guys, I mean, why are we going in and charging if we don't even know that our target is in there? Right.
3: Because we have no other leads.
5: Well, we could watch what they do and follow them or something like that. Oh, I mean, sweet. something.
4: And anytime stems... oh but we only have
5: a few hours don't we we have like six yeah, I was about hours to say,
3: we don't have all the time in the world
5: how fresh did right. the blood look in there how
1: how fresh did the carnage look james
0: right give me an investigate check for Giege. Oh, okay. See if you can tell from far away
1: I rolled an 11 investigation
0: that's not that bad actually you can tell that it's pretty fresh it looks like, looked like it happened some of the wounds were some of the Sorry. wounds were still seeping
1: it looked like it happened kind of recently
5: and no animals in there no just And a no bunch women.
1: goblins some soldiers leaning against the door or guys warring soldiers outfits and two dead dock workers
5: and a merchant looking fella nice clothes what would the wounds look like did you guys see that can i climb up in the crates and peek if they didn't Guiche can tell you that one of the men
0: has his arm torn off
5: okay torn not like shorn not hacked (laughs) okay Hold well um, okay so this this is like the moment of the, the detective show where they start like showing theoretical flashbacks that these guys were sort of sent coming here on the same mission that we were to find this uh, Yanni but she got here first killed all these people and these people are just trying to cover it up which means conceivably we may not have to kill them all if we can work together now how to convince them to do that I don't know I mean we could tell them that Ghazi sent us Yeah, I mean, do we have any that... proof of that? well I mean what about you salted caramel don't uh do these people know
1: you?
2: Galena walks up to the window and stands on her toes to look through it um, <laughs> do, does she recognize anyone she doesn't know she's waiting for god to tell her
6: <laughs> mm, mm. Mm.
5: no you do not no. recognize anybody in here
2: I don't know who these people are. I don't know any of them. Well, I don't we think can... any of them work for Gazi.
5: feel bad just killing people, but I don't even know who they are.
2: Why don't we ask them politely what they're doing there? I don't know. Offer them pie? That usually gets people on our side.
1: Well, they weren't at all the doors. We could try going in a door, or we could try smoking them out. Should we be doing, like, perception checks, James?
0: Uh, no. As you guys are discussing this, you see your good friend, the cigar-jewing dwarf, peek around the boxes. Look at you, put his hand on his face, and then walk out into the alleyway and, what are you doing here?
5: Look, Wait, which cigar-chewing you-
0: dwarf is this? I'm sorry. The group of Indicott men that were trying to take the ship were led by a okay, sh- cigar-chewing, rune-tattooed yeah, yeah. dwarf yeah, yeah, with an know. obnoxiously large crossbow.
1: Okay, so I'm going to walk over to him and I'll say, okay, so you you completely own that you're, you work for Indicott, right?
0: Uh, I work for them right now. I mean, I work for the knee breakers. You know what mercenaries are, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is supposed to be an Endicott
0: warehouse, correct? Uh, yeah. I'm taking the payment back. My boys are Uh, taking the body back to the keep.
1: You won't get very far in there.
0: Have you been inside yet? Yeah. No, I saw you guys.
1: Amber Sun's already been here. In fact, I think they're currently inside. I, I mean, you're tough, but I don't know how far you're gonna get against all those guys in there.
0: So, uh sentry at the front, not our sentry. I saw you guys from all the way down the dock talking to him. thought you were doing your hero stuff again. thought I was going to have to kill you. So, not our boys in there. I,
1: I don't think so. They, they were wearing Amberson sashes. And also there's but, a bunch of dead people. That I seems
0: mean... like solid deduction. So, let's go in and kill them and save my boss. Well, not my boss, but my temporary boss. Let's do it. What do you say?
1: Uh, I mean, we're, we're not here for that. We're trying to do something else.
0: We need oh. to find the thing that killed all the
5: people inside, oh, which well, I don't think is them.
0: Like you might be able to
5: find who did it if we kill them. Now we know who did it. We just know where they are. But yeah, maybe we can find them. Oh. Like it's just, uh, this. you know, I'm out of ideas. Just kill them all. <laughs>
1: I like him. I mean, there's another way we could probably get them. If we were to make them think the building was on the fire, they would just run out the doors and you can nab them. Then maybe you wouldn't have to kill anyone. You can just knock them
0: out uh i would say go ahead with the building on fire plan but uh unfortunately my my temporary boss is underneath it so i think it might smoke him out in a bad way hmm he's underneath it fascinating
1: I, i i turn around and look at the rest of the party with my hands out like i don't even know i don't know what to do what do you guys want to do should we run with
0: this guy and start busting heads the dwarf starts walking down the back alley towards one of the smaller doors
2: how many people are gonna die if we don't kill these people now?
0: I, I don't know.
2: Do you think more people are gonna die if we don't try to stop Yanni now?
0: I mean,
1: we don't even know if she's in there or not, or if she's on her way.
5: No, I don't. May, may, I don't. It's so much. I mind. I'm not having a moral dilemma so much as wondering if it's really stupid to kill some people who, if we just told them what we were doing, would be like, "Oh, cool, yeah, we're doing the same thing." Well, no. But we can I also just kill them. Yanni's working Amberson.
1: We could with just Amberson go in and
5: their Amberson. They wouldn't want us to kill their friend. But, but we don't know that they're friends anymore. I mean, Ghazi certainly didn't think of them as friends, that friend. These goblins? No, the. the no, well, no, no. The, go, the goblins aren't their friends. Yes, yes. But then we don't care about the, well, the what do you, goblins Well, what do you guys head. want to do? Because
1: that dwarf looks like he's about to push through that door. Yeah, we'll come we see what I happens. Don't think he's waiting. <laughs> if the fight <laughs> starts,
5: we'll rush in from the other side and attack.
0: <laughs> okay, so you are going to let this guy do what he's going to do and play off of that?
5: Serial Eden? I, I think we should do that, and if that guy in front goes to help, we can knock him out or kill him without anyone knowing. It'll be great.
0: Okay, so position yourselves where you think your character would go. Well,
5: hold on, hold on. I want to get input from, from Molly
1: and Winter. What do you guys want to do? Good call.
3: I have no objections. I don't have any better ideas. I've already <laughs> I've already laid out what my ideas are and nobody liked them, so
1: Okay, Winter.
4: We're gonna have to fight something like a lot meaner than what's in there right now. We have the uh the scrolls we got from the ship is there any way we can use those to
0: booby trap the place what are the scrolls we have magical landmine basically well i mean we're,
1: we're like attacking the place i mean if we were defending yeah probably i mean if you guys can think of a way to use it then totally
0: it takes a little bit of time to set them up but you can set them up on any flat surface what were your suggestions molly i also don't remember what they were which is terrible
3: I mean all I said was either we can try to sneak in like maybe have one or two people
1: right right sne- sneak sneak yeah.
3: in and to try to just investigate further or we just go in guns blazing and kill everybody well, which is guns- apparently what this uh what this guy wants to do and I can oh, also right. turn invisible I'm just saying
0: well, yeah.
1: Do you guys want to do that? Sneaking
0: is not out, out of the question. I actually forgot you could
1: turn
5: people invisible. Dude, invisible is only. not as good as a as, as an animal in this case. I think. Do we want to sneak? I mean, because an animal I, can get in there without even like making a sound. Or I ask as door. I look between the group and quickly back
1: down the alley, trying to see if I have time to go stop the dwarf. You guys Sorry.
5: barely have time to stop him
0: right now. You don't. You need to you make don't. a decision. Sorry I'm, I'm, a
3: quick question. Is the number of times you can transform limited each day? Or is it unlimited?
0: It's limited per short rest. So she just needs an hour to chill out.
3: Hmm. I don't think we have an hour.
0: Well, the thing is, she can transform animal-human, animal-human. Okay. Every rest. Uh, I've, I mean, I've got elf. one more in me. No, you guys have had a rest since. Okay. So do we want to go stealth?
3: Yeah, uh, I think it's well, a good I, idea. I, I, I think it's a good idea too. Okay, we need to run. Okay, after who's I, I, dwarf I sprint
1: guy. down the alley toward the knee dwarf man.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Let me do it. I think he thinks I'm.
2: Cute. Doesn't
5: really preclude stealthy, stealthy when he goes in there. To be honest,
0: he's just running after him. So is Galena. <laughs> Stop him. Yes. What do you What's say in hushed tones? I hope he has his crossbow out and is mid kick motion towards the door when you guys catch up, and he stops and moves the I... cigar from one end of his mouth to the other.
2: We ha- we have a plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'll, you'll, have nice brave, brave <laughs> you'll have a better
0: chance of surviving. Brave motherfucker. You'll
1: have a better chance of surviving if we can pull this off.
0: Hold up, guys. I wrote this guy's name down somewhere, but it's been a while. Cigar beard man. Yeah,
5: cigar like man. Rolf Cigar Chewer. <laughs> Rolf <Microphone needed>. Chewgar. <laughs> Chewgar. Turns,
0: switches his cigar from one side of the mouth to the other, and says, oh, I always tell a lady my name, Juke. So, you coming with me?
2: We we have a better plan, I think, that will be a bit better and not dying for everyone.
0: Oh, okay. What's the plan?
2: Well, we have got a friend who can turn into an animal in a non-lycanthrope type way. Oh. And the that's... other one has
1: magic. That's very helpful. Yeah. So we're going to try and get in first. Is there anything you can nice. tell us as, as they get in that will hopefully make this easier
0: to do? He points to one corner of the building and says, "The hatch to underground is over there. Uh, otherwise, just um, don't get caught. Lots of places to hide. Uh, I'm, I'm good for your plan." Okay. He I mean, shoulders his crossbow and walks back to the party. There
1: might get a point where I think we, we may have to push it in fight, and then I'll I I'll hope go so. <laughs> I'll tell him where I, like I saw the guards at what doors, so he knows. You know, he's got a better chance of. Well, I mean, maybe he wants to kick a door and hit someone in the process. But what doors are supposedly not blocked? Uh, and I ask him, "Weren't there more men with
0: you?" They are escorting the body of that uh hobgoblin fella back to the keep.
1: Right. Wait, you mean you mean the police keep? I mean the, the constabulary keep? Wait.
0: The constabulary? Yeah. The constabulary, the, yeah, yeah.
2: The body of the hobgoblin? You mean- The uh, warlock. The warlock, okay. The dead body, okay.
0: Yeah, okay. we're going to get paid twice for this. It's going to be great.
1: Right, that's how our system works in this in the city. Okay. His, name, his name's Juke? Yeah, just call Wait, me kneebreaker.
2: Why are you going to be paid twice for, for this?
0: Uh, your friend on the boat paid me to not kill him. I'm gonna oh, get right. paid by the Indicots. Actually, I'm actually gonna get it paid three times.
2: Nice. Indicots.
0: Uh, your friend on the boat. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh... Ghazi. Ghazi. That's the, the that's <laughs> the name. And then I'm gonna get paid by the Constabulary for saving the city. He I crosses his paid. arms, so it's so, real proud uh, of himself. Galena
2: loves I wanna get paid. When are we getting paid?
1: Sooner than later, I hope. So I look to the rest of the group. I say, okay, we've managed to keep Juke from kicking in the door. Do you two want to go in then? And then we'll just, I don't know, shout something if there's danger. And then we'll rush in.
3: Sounds like a plan.
1: I then so who
0: to them, all is going in? There's, there doesn't need to be a whole lot of in-character explanation of what we're doing. Who all is going in and in what guise? Well, like I, can't going get in, at all.
5: I
3: mean, I can, I can make myself invisible, but I can't, uh, I can't get any smaller. So for me, I'm definitely willing to go in. For me, it might be a little harder. Should um, she go through
0: the window? Eden would have to either break the window because these are not opening windows. They are slatted. They're just, you know, little divides. Sariel, as a tiny creature, would be able to fit in between them, but Eden would have to open a door.
3: All right, Sariel! Looks like you're the gal! Yeah, all right! Oh, clap, you know clap, what? Clap.
1: What if we just made them think the place is on fire, but not necessarily? Because you could cast the smoke, right? Or the fog? Well, you, oh, you, really, you
3: are really determined to follow through with this. Yeah, the spell creates fog. I don't think if you're right up in it that you would mistake it for smoke. I yeah,
0: no cast, one would fall for that.
3: I can cast
2: an
1: illusion of smoke and fire ice. Let me double check that.
0: Yeah, double check that. I don't think you can.
1: How do you feel about going in by yourself, Sariel?
4: Sariel sort of shrugs. She's not particularly interested in fighting anyone that's in there at the moment, but she's very much interested in seeing if she can find information on where Yanni is now.
0: Okay. Do you want to go in there and if so, as what?
4: But while they're I'm just checking over what, what else is available to me while we're talking about trying to flush these people out.
0: Um, can yeah, she I'll can just... she turn into any
4: animal? No, no no, I have a set I have a set number of animals.
3: Oh dang. Because I yeah. wanted to see you turn into like a bunch of crazy stuff.
5: <laughs> out of curiosity, is cat one of them? A, a kind of cat, yes. That's, good. That's close enough. That's cool. Just for everyone
0: else's out-of-game character knowledge is that Thariel can acquire more forms. It's just basically sort of an anamorph rules. So you have to hang out with an animal for a while, and then you get it. Oh. You have to learn its habits.
4: Thariel looks over at Giege. What do you want me to do once I'm in?
1: Juke said there's a hatch in, you know, this specific corner of the building that leads to a lower area. I like mean, I this. guess
3: probably the most important thing is to to listen or look around to see if you can find any clues as to either where Yanni is now or she's coming back here anytime soon. Just my opinion.
4: Oh, okay. I guess out of character. Do they need me to open the hatch? Or is that already open?
0: Eish was not able to see it, nor was Galena.
4: Okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess let's do this. Sariel...
1: Wait, hold on. Someone said they might yeah. be able to cast an illusion to the room.
0: No, that's not a thing. Really? Because she has pressed prestidigitation. She could make one barrel look like there is a tiny fire on top of it. Oh, okay.
3: Oh, well, who knows? Maybe they're really scared of fire.
0: Maybe. Who knows? Okay,
1: alright, well... Believe in yourself. I'm gonna head with Juke to a door. Think of a word you need to shout if you need help. Just to interject
2: real quick with my prestidigitation, if this plan works or if our people think this plan might be a good idea, we could open the door and I could make like it appear to look like there's a fire behind me, like flickering lights and a little bit of smoke, and just come in saying, you, go- you guys need to get out, there's a fire, it's bad, just you leave, it's really bad, <laughs> just go. <laughs> but that's just a- an idea, we don't have to do that.
0: You could certainly try that. It's the lack of flammable materials that's killing you in that plan, though. The alleyways are maybe 10 feet across and relatively empty. So,
4: as everyone continues to return to ideas that would flush the people out of the building... Well, let let me just, uh, we'll stick with the squirrel.
0: Right, squirrel time? Squirrel time. As a squirrel, roll a quick stealth check. One on And for everybody else, position yourselves where you feel like you would be at this point.
1: Should I point Sten to a door so he can smash through one and hit someone that's on the other side of it? Wait, how many doors it are there? It
0: like Sten wants to keep his eye on the guard in the front. How many doors are there? There are two large doors on opposite sides of the door. Oh, I didn't see that one on the front. yeah, yeah. And then on the back and one north side, there are normal-sized doors for people. Giege has told you that the normal size doors have thugs positioned at them.
5: Can I get over here relatively safely from what we know? Yep. As okay, long then as you I'll, are not in
0: front where the soldier can see you, you guys are relatively safe. Dario.
4: Sariel turns into a red squirrel, scampers up the crates that Gish had been kind of standing on to peek in earlier, and slips in through the slats of the window. Sariel rolls a 20. She is a very stealthy squirrel.
0: So stealth. All the stuff. so none of these people notice you they are all consumed with their task even the thugs are distracted by the boxes next to them sort of looking one of them is looking through a cat a crate full of bottles of wine sort of turning them over individually and reading the labels and one of them calls to the other one is hey I'm pretty sure this one is like 50 years old and the other one responds you know you know you can't read thank you. <laughs> so everybody appears to be looting except for the goblin at the desk who is sitting at a chair but the chair is a little low so he's put a little box on the chair and he's sitting on that box the goblin sitting at the desk can clearly read because he is rifling through papers as the rest of them are trying to find the most choice loot they can't carry very much it seems
4: From my squirrely vantage point, can I see what he's looking at?
0: Ariel can see that there are some maps specifically of the city in them. They appear to be from where you are. They appear to be of various overlays, like the sewer and the streets, and a different map of the streets that's maybe a different time frame. But that's about as much as you can see from up there.
4: Okay, so nothing in terms of like particularly enlightening expositional dialogue.
0: He appears to be muttering to himself, you might be able to hear what he's saying if you get closer. let uh... The goblins when they pass are also exchanging comments, but they are doing it lightly.
4: I'd like to try to get a little bit closer to the table.
0: Okay. And your stealth roll will allow you to do that pretty easily. Okay. When you get closer, you can see that the goblin is not only reading these documents, but has a notebook in which he is jotting down positions. You can hear him saying what appears to be street names, addresses, and then a little note after that. Broadline Street and Morden Lane, Tanner's Tavern, behind the third cask on the left. And then he turns the page and starts doing another one. The goblin next to him, who is looking through a box, turns back and says, How long do we have to stay here? And he mutters back, until Yanni's finished. The goblin who's looting looks nervously at where you know the hatch is, and says, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Can we leave before she gets back? And he gets slapped pretty viciously, backhanded by the goblin that is clearly in charge, and he goes back to looking at some silver bubbles, digging through them with his hands. Hmm. squirrel form, sitting under one leg of the desk, nose twitching, ears rotating.
4: Daryl's gonna see if she can find that hatch.
0: Okay, I'll scampers along the floor, going from crate to crate, but between a stack of barrels and some crates is basically a crack in the floor, where you can see that there is a track along which a pile of barrels would just simply slide to the side. The crack is not so narrow that you couldn't fit through.
4: I think we're gonna go through the crack. Okay. Or, wait, should I, like, investigate before I go bringing...
0: Roll a quick perception.
4: Okay. Sariel rolled a 14 for perception. Awesome.
0: Sariel, as a little squirrel, goes up to the edge of this crack, nose sniffing, ears peaked and tense, looking around furtively for a tripwire or anything like that. You don't see anything, but you hear and smell a great deal of things. Over the stench of nearby sweaty goblin, you smell what appears to be, in your squirrel brain, a predator. Probably some sort of cat. You also hear (gasps) something... (laughs) You also hear something heavy slamming against something else heavy down there in a rhythmic fashion. Hot.
6: Why is it always
5: that way for me?
2: We were all thinking that.
5: I, I mean, I'm literally struggling to come up with any other explanation.
0: <laughs> I didn't say slapping. <laughs> you did she's
5: say rhythmically,
1: just, she's, she's,
0: she's, but eating,
6: anyway.
1: she's eating
0: his boss. Gobbling up his chomp, face. Chomp chomp chomp. Do you still want to go inside? <laughs>
4: Oh boy. Yeah, let's go take a peek. Oh god. Okay.
0: Eden, you see the last vestige of a poofy red tail slip into the floor as Sariel goes down a very short flight of stairs into a darkened room where it's very difficult to see anything. You can suss out that this is some kind of hideout. It is rather wide, there are a bunch of seats and open bottles of various liquors. But as you're looking around, you see movement in the corner of your eye. As a giant werecat in body, mid transformation, muscles bulging everywhere, runs at a door, slams into it, and bounces off. You can hear cursing coming from behind the door. A feminine voice.
6: I. Scary. Uh,
4: I think. I think I'm gonna backtrack. I think I have all the information I need.
5: Some pretty solid info.
4: And I'm gonna try to get out of there as quickly and quietly
0: as possible.
5: Roll a stealth check.
4: Oh god. Oh no. Sario rolls a seven in stealth. Rip.
0: <laughs> you see this creature slam against the door and shake its head and start go down on all fours and start pacing back towards the other side of the room to get a better running start. As it turns, you decide that this is not the best place to be and start leaving. But as you are getting out, you hear a low growl that in your squirrel brain, you know the predator has seen you
4: mistakes have been made
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we'll stop there for now With that, our heroes have made it to the Indicott hideout, concocted a plethora of plans, and found the alpha lycanthrope. But many questions still remain. Will Eden come in like a wrecking ball? When Sten gets the hand signs to break the door, will he understand them? Will Guige formulate another plan? Will Galena get her groove back after the soldier snubbed her alluring music? Can Sariel survive the sudden spotlight? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes.
3: So, James, while we're waiting for Amanda, in the poetry that we were reading, etc., so when you said the guy felt as though his love was being taken away by demons, is that what you said? Yeah. As in somebody that he's in love with, or they are taking away his ability to love?
0: Uh, The poetry definitely leaned towards somebody that he loved was going to be taken from him. Aww. By these demons who lurked in the darkness.
3: So sad.
0: Someone that apparently looks like... Sorry, huh?
3: That doesn't okay, really sound same. that romantic.
1: No, he's weird.
0: No, you definitely get the vibe that he's like, this is not, this is a one-way love.
3: Aw, poor guy. That seems mm-hmm.
5: weird.
1: Also dead. It's like he really wants a large meatball sandwich, but that meatball sandwich ain't having it.
3: Versus <laughs> are red, please. violets are blue. I want to have a meatball sandwich and share it with you. No,
6: he Sounds pretty good, there. actually. That's really cute, actually.
5: I, like yeah, I kind of I I like it. Well, I didn't make it up. Really? I
3: read it in the guy's poetry. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's, it's a winner. I'm surprised it was like, more successful.
3: Roses are red, violets are blue, the demons are after me, and probably you too.
5: Not as good.
1: <laughs> and I want to turn you into meatballs and put you in a sandwich.